2: there's probably a a balance between I believe you have to know Christ but I think he is and someone knows this for sure all of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven
1: my mission really is to just help people of faith especially to re-examine this issue to realize the church has got things wrong in the past for those who are God by faith in his son Corinthians right? 2 Corinthians 37 victory in the name which is above every name no exception for rape or incest uh, it's an extreme right now bones ligaments tendons in Jesus name get out here right now <laughs> Now you're without an excuse. If you still wanna play with them cards, then let's run them. Cause even Satan speaks through weapons like Jeff Dunem. So who are you with? Denies a great area. Don't make another preacher lie when they bury If you're going to heaven and you know you ain't got no sin in your life, it's a good time to
0: die. Hey, what's up everybody welcome back to the master's dog episode 79 I'm your host the evangelical norm so the master's dog is a podcast where I respond to false teachers and it started out with uh, as faith and beliefs refuted where I responded to all of the videos that came out of the Saints unscripted formerly known as three Mormons podcast and one segment which was called Faith and Beliefs. And it's the scripted portion of their podcast. And they started with the eleven or the eleven. They started with the eleventh articles of article of faith. But then they went through all thirteen of the LDS articles of faith and I said I was going to respond to all of them. And then they continued to go and so I continued to go. So did that later on I expanded it out to be deal with all kinds of false teachers, uh, uh, pseudo-Christian heretics, and so on. And so change the name to The Master's Dog. And there's a background on the podcast for those of you who might be new. And today we are going back to our uh, roots, and we will be uh, responding to the new episode of Saints Unscripted Faith and Beliefs. And today's another one of those where it's like I could probably just skip it and not respond to it because it's not like there's a whole lot David's gonna do like a, a real quick overview of LDS church history from Joseph Smith's birth up until uh, I think he stops right around where Joseph Smith was uh, killed and so he's gonna go through that and again I could have just skipped it and said it, it's not really much there but there are a couple of things that he says that um, are important to respond to and we'll get to him when he when he gets there and it, again we'll just let him go until i need to say something and then i'll chime in and so with that being said here is our friend david snell from saints unscripted and let me get a little bit over this way yeah. uh and well here here we go
2: Hey guys, so studying the history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can be a bit overwhelming at first. There are a lot of places and dates to remember. You hear names like Palmyra, Kirtland, Harmony, Nauvoo, Independence Far West, and it can be hard to keep track of how all of these places fit together.
0: Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed.
2: So in this episode we're going to give a very brief and very broad overview of church history. Hopefully we can successfully connect some of these dots. Now This episode is actually the 100th episode of this faith and belief segment of Saints Unscripted. Many of those episodes, including this one, have touched on different events from church history. So, in an educational show of appreciation, we made this really cool little timeline where we've sort of mapped out a ton of major church history events, where and when they happened. Honestly, this is something you're going to want to print out and keep in your scriptures or something. You can download it for free via the link in the description. We might add to it over time, we'll see. Thanks for all of your support. Let's do this.
0: So, a couple of things, Wow, 100th episode, which means I've responded to 100 episodes, and um, which means, again, because we started as faith and beliefs, I think I I got up to episode 30 or 40 and then rebranded as the master's dog and started over as episode one. And so now we're up to episode 79. Um, Interesting. The timeline thing, I downloaded it. I've got it on my computer, Um, looked at it briefly for a minute. It's kind of hard to see by itself. You have to really blow it up and look at it on a computer. I don't know how well it would be viewed if you tried to print it out or anything. Um, I didn't try to print it. And so, but I downloaded it. It's interesting, but here's, here's the thing about, Mormonism and part of the downfall of Mormonism is it is such a historical Church in the fact that they keep Really good historical documents. I mean all of and and that's why we can go back and we can see all the the Messages that Joseph Smith preached that, that are in the journal of discourses or the history of the church or any of those places Brigham Young all the things that he said all the times he put his stinking foot in his mouth Uh, Making ridiculous comments about this that or the other Um, We have all those things so we can bring forth the things to go your prophets were false prophets And then they come up with a show like this to try to explain away how their false prophets Really weren't false prophets. They were just uh, you know They were mistaken or they were men or they they, all kinds of stuff that they come up with to try to um, excuse away the uh the um false prophecies and horrible teachings and heretical teachings and blasphemous teachings of uh their leaders so um yeah let him get back into it
2: Joseph Smith was born in 1805 in Sharon, Vermont, but grew up in Palmyra, New York. In 1825, Joseph and his father were hired as part of a team working for a guy named Josiah Stowell, digging for a silver mine in Harmony, Pennsylvania. Stowell's crew boarded at the Hale family farm where Joseph met his future wife, Emma Hale. After the search for the silver mine ended, Joseph went to work on Josiah Stowell's farm in South Bainbridge, about 30 miles from Harmony. In 1827, Joseph and Emma eloped in South Bainbridge and then moved in with Joseph's family, who had since completed their frame home in Manchester, New York, just south of where their Palmyra log.
0: Okay, I gotta pause here, and I'm almost wanting to back up, but I'm not going to, but anybody notice the the big uh, event that was just kind of missed in there um, and it's on the little timeline but he never mentioned it Joseph Smith is born in 1805 he grew up in Palmyra and then in 1825 he, he and his, his dad got this job at, at this farm looking for a silver mine right um, do we not recognize the 1820 uh first vision could it possibly be because the fact that there are about nine different versions of the first vision that uh and they can't really nail down a time or a date that they just had to skip it i mean i can i I imagine that's what it is but I, i don't know but it does seem like something really big and really important to have completely missed so
2: a cabin had been in september 1827 joseph received those famous golden plates but threats from enemies and attempts to steal the plates prompted Joseph and Emma to move into a home on Emma's family's property in Harmony. A lot of great things happened in Harmony. For example, this is where Oliver Cowdery comes into the picture and starts working as Joseph's scribe. But persecution once again caused Joseph to temporarily move, this time into the home of one of Oliver's friends, David Whitmer, in Fayette, New York, where the translation was completed. Once the translation was done and the Book of Mormon was set to be printed in 1829, Joseph and Emma moved back to their home in Harmony. During a trip to Fayette in April 1830, Joseph officially organized the church. In January 1831, Joseph and Emma moved to Kirtland, Ohio, where Sidney Rigdon and many members of his congregation had converted to the church. Kirtland became the church's gathering place. But in the same year, Joseph received a revelation that one day the saints would gather and build a city in Jackson County, Missouri, centered around the city Independence. This was where they would build Zion, or the New Jerusalem. Saints started to gather in Independence and Joseph made various trips between Independence and Kirtland until mobs forced the saints out of Independence in the winter of 1833. They were scattered into surrounding counties. In 1834, Joseph Smith led a group of saints from Kirtland to Missouri to help those scattered saints recover and defend their land. Joseph had been counting on help from the Missouri Militia, as per a promise from Missouri Governor Daniel Dunklin, but the governor reneged on his promise. The expedition known as Zion's Camp ended without success. In 1836, those scattered Saints began to regroup in a new county that the Missouri Legislature had created for the Saints, called Caldwell County, where the Saints built a town called Far West. Meanwhile, some great things had been happening in Kirtland over the years. During their Kirtland years, Joseph and Emma actually lived in a few different places, but Joseph's time in Kirtland ended with the failure of the Kirtland Safety Society and massive apostasy. Joseph and several church leaders left Kirtland in 1838 and set up shop with the saints. In-
0: massive apostasy based off of the failure of the Kirtland Safety Society. Uh, which was the bank that he tried to create and he ended up defrauding a whole lot of people and when people went oh this is a supposed to be a prophet of god and yet he's he's taken our money and lost it in this this whole big thing and then they left the church because of it I wouldn't call that great apostasy. I would call that people recognizing the poor character of this man who claimed to be a prophet and was obviously a false prophet. That's what I would call it.
2: In far west. Just later that year in Missouri, persecutions raged once again and culminated in an armed conflict known as the 1838 Missouri-Mormon War, during which time events like the Battle of Crooked River and the Hans Mill Massacre happened. The climax of the conflict was the infamous extermination order of Missouri Governor Lilburn W. Boggs also known as Missouri Executive Order 44. The state militia surrounded far west took Joseph Smith and other leaders prisoner and the remaining saints were given the next few months to leave the state or be exterminated. Joseph and the other prisoners spent the winter of 1838 in the oxymoronic Liberty Jail while the Saints purchased land and regrouped in Commerce, Illinois. Joseph and the remaining prisoners were allowed to escape custody in April 1839 and they then rejoined the Saints in Commerce, which was soon renamed Nauvoo. At its peak, Nauvoo became one of the largest cities in Illinois, rivaled only by Chicago. Lots of important stuff happened in Nauvoo, and specifically on the spacious second level of the Prophet's famous red brick store. But as per the long-standing pattern, persecutions once again escalated. Joseph Smith was assassinated in 1844 while in protective custody in Carthage, Illinois. The Saints were driven out of Nauvoo, the very town that for all intents and purposes they
0: would built from... All right. Joseph was not assassinated. Okay, he was... Was it a lynch mob? Yes. There was a, a group of men that came to, to burn this. And Joseph, here, here's the deal. Joseph fought back. Joseph fired back. This was this was not a lamb led to the slaughter. This is nothing near the, the what Jesus endured or any of the things that they try to compare this to. Joseph Smith was a again you've got to know what the history is as we get into the whole thing about the Nabu expositor and joseph smith destroying this printing press because they were going to print stories about him marrying 14 year old girls and other men's wives and so on and so he destroys this printing press he gets arrested he goes to prison men are angry because here is this prophet you know, and and we've seen it. We've seen this where where these prophets use their power to uh, to engage in immoral, sexual activity, polygamy, uh, you know, uh, pedophilia, you name it, these guys engage in it. And so, yes, there was a mob that that came to the 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 jail with the intention of killing them. Was it an assassination? I guess if you wanna parse words, I don't know, but I don't think they were justified in what they did. He should have gone to trial, he should have faced trial, he should have faced the justice that, that the state had, whatever that would have been. Do I approve, but do I understand the fact that this is why these men did this? Because there are the stories of this this, this false prophet who is marrying other men's wives, who is marrying 14-year-old girls, right? And, and so it, it's, it's skimmed over as this, you know, oh, well, here we go, the assassinated, blah, blah, blah. They leave out so much of the reality, and this is the nature of the Mormon church. It is deception and deceit and secrecy. And the reason why this, this podcast even exists is because they can't hide it anymore because of the Internet. Everything is out there. And so now, instead of trying to hide it the way they did when I was a member, because I knew none of this stuff. I grew up in Utah. I went through all the stuff where I learned all the, the sugar-coated history of, of Mormonism. I don't know any of this stuff until I left the Mormon church and started studying it on my own. Excuse me. So they leave all this stuff out. They cannot hide it anymore. So they have to try to explain it away. But yet still, even in things like this, they they try to hide and and uh, sweep it all under a rug, the reality behind what was going on.
2: From the ground up. Nonetheless, the Saints packed up and followed Brigham Young West to Utah Territory. That's where we're going to end this episode. I hope it was helpful. Check out the notes and links in the description for more info on this subject. Download that timeline if you'd like to, and have a great day.
0: So yeah, it was, it was very helpful, David. Um, whew, nothing gets me more riled up than to, to get this stuff and and to see the, just the, the lies and the deceit. Again, this is, this is why I spend so much time because I spent all, so much of my life as a, as a youth and in the, my teenage years um, and beyond a little bit being lied to by the LDS church, being deceived by the LDS church. And so when I came out, when I recognized the lies that were there And again, it wasn't, you know, this is what they'll tell you. Oh, you've been offended by someone in the church, or you just can't get away from your sin, or you just, you know, this or that, or whatever. No, the reason why I left the church was because I found truth. And it it was, the truth was, this is false. I had a bishop, my bishop in Germany came to me, and we were, he asked me, I was reading the Quran, he asked me why I was reading the Quran. I said, well, I was interested in African-American culture and hip-hop and stuff like that. And Malcolm X, I had watched the movie and read his autobiography. So now I wanted to read the Quran to see what he saw in it and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, after I left the Mormon church, I did become a Muslim for, for a couple of years. Um... But he he said, well, why are you interested in this? And then I went into the whole thing of life began in the Garden of Eden, which is on the African continent, and blah, 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 blah. My whole belief at the time, Adam and Eve were black. I still think they were dark-skinned people. Um, And he told me, he said, well, as Mormons, we believe the Garden of Eden is in Jackson County, Missouri. Actually, Davis County, Missouri. But... And I said, no, the, the Bible's pretty explicit. It's pretty clear on um, where the book, where the, the Garden of Eden is. It gives some good landmarks, the Euphrates, the Tigris, and, you know, uh, Jordan and Ethiopia. And these things are in the area where, and he said, well, after the flood, the land's changed. And I just dumbfounded looked at him and I said, you know what, I can't believe that. And if, they, if I can't believe that, how many other things I, can I not believe? And I set in packing. I I get to stepping, right, which was the, the language of the day, step, right? And so I left. I became a Muslim. But as I began to study these things and find out more and more of this history of Mormonism that I never knew that was hidden from me, that I was deceived, and that makes me angry. And the fact that they still try to do this now in whatever way they can, by just skipping over things. I mean, again, if you're going to give a timeline history of, of, the, of the Book of Mormon and, and Mormon history, why would you not mention 1820, the first vision, except for the fact that there are nine versions of the first vision, and none of them coincide with the others. They're all contradictory to one another. So, you just skip it. You just skip it. You, you talk a little bit about the Nauvoo Expositor, but you don't talk about what it really was, what the whole issue behind it, and why Joseph Smith was in the jail there in Carthage. Right? I mean, you, you try to skim over these things because you don't want to have to deal with that. And even though David would say, well, we've already done episodes about that, go back and watch. Okay, well we can. I would say go back and watch the episodes where I've responded to those and and figure those out. But this is and then again, once we get into Mormon territory, nothing's mentioned about polygamy, nothing is being mentioned about a whole bunch of stuff. We'll see what happens when we get He has done an episode on the Mount, the Mountain Meadows Massacre, but we'll see what they say about that and when they do the the rest of this timeline So there you go guys my response to that. Hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully you could uh, yeah, Deal with my my ravings um, Because I get I get passionate when it comes down to this stuff Because I, I hate I hate the fact that, that I've been lied to and the fact that they're trying to lie to you now as well and so my morning friend I hope you can look at this and recognize the, the problems just like I did Um, in the Mormon history, and let that lead you away to a a church that teaches the Bible, uh, and the true Christ, and the true gospel. Um, And for my Christian friend, as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they're necessary. And Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.